What is up? Welcome back to the podcast, Social uh, Skills for Dummies. Um, it's raining in LA today, but today I want to talk about, I think, one of the most critical things to, you know, being super persuasive, super attractive, and super socially savvy. You know, uh, an equation or a balance that you have to strike within in order to make it all work. This is one of the, you know, this is really the key the key thing I talk about in this podcast and the key thing I think, you know, it's December 31st today, 2022. The key thing that I think moving into 2023, and if you can understand this, it changes everything. So that's what I'm going to talk about in this episode. Um, before I get to that, I do want to say, you know, I'm going to put up the website www.socialskillsfordummies today. Okay. And so if everything that I'm teaching you on the podcast, everything we talk about on the podcast, you're enjoying those lessons. If you want to learn how to be socially savvy, super persuasive, if you want to be the main character of your own life, if you want that moment where you walk into a room and, you know, the young ladies in the room, you know, they, when they talk to you, their eyes glow up, they get excited, they laugh at your jokes, they think you're funny. The young guys in the room, they want to be around you. They want to follow you. They want to be part of your party. They want to be part of your life. Um, if you want those magic moments where you lock eyes with somebody and you can see they know in their heart that you're the one, um, I want to teach you how to do that, okay? And so you can go and book a session for free. It's a one-on-one coaching session at www.socialskillsfordummies.com. Just to kick off your new year, let's get the ball rolling. Let's get it done. Everything that you wanted in life, the person that you want to be, you know. I ask my coworkers just time and time again, what is you like coming into this year, 2022? What was your highest expectations? Like, what was the best result that you could have possibly got, gotten? Let's get that for next year. Let's start it. And so it's absolutely free. It's one-on-one. It's not a sales call or anything like that. It's just a genuine coaching session. Um, I already do this for a price. I already do this for charge. But I want to do it for you for free for the new year and just for you for tapping in and just because you're tapping into my podcast. So go to www.socialskillsfordummies.com or go down in the description and click the link if you want a one-on-one coaching session for absolutely free. With that being said, let's get into this podcast episode. Um... Essentially, the entire basis of this episode and everything I teach is what is the exchange? You know, that's what you have to be asking yourself. What is the exchange that I'm taking? Um, and so let me detail what I mean by that. Um, I had like a crisis. You know, this was the best year of my life in every way. Um, in every way. I think financially, socially, even though I struggle financially. It still was a great year, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, especially the way it ended off. I mean, I guess it wasn't a great year financially, but the way it ended was a great, has been great, you know, because of some lucky breaks and things like that. And going to the next year, I think it'll even be better. But this was the best year of my life. But coming to this year, I struggled with, you know, um, my business. I struggled with, you know, my identity, the meaning of life, and all these different things. And, you know, one of the things that uh, prodded a lot of the askings of where I was going in life. One of the things that prompted most of the questioning was my job. You know, I work at a casino. And if you've ever been in a casino, um, a casino is organized in a way where every every item in a casino is, is a play on psychology. You know, whether it be the clocks and their design and, you know, the carpet on the floor, like the carpet in our casino is red and has like a funny design and the, the items on the wall that are meant to be shiny and sparkly and even the tables and the way they're designed they make it they're, they're made to become inviting and uh they're made to consume your mind and attention so you, you fall down a rabbit hole 
And so when I first started working at a casino um, at the end of 2021, going into 2022, you know, I felt like I was falling down a rabbit hole. Like, I felt like, you know, I was trapped in some genjutsu or separate dimension um, that was apart from the reality that, that, that is my actual life, you know. Um, coming to that place, you know, all I wanted in the world was, you know, to, to, you know, to be socially savvy, to be attractive, you know, to be a winner in people's eyes. All I really wanted in core essence i think all everybody else everybody wants in the world is love to be loved to, to further than that to, to be more specific to be adored like i want people to look at me and adore me you know like um and my vehicle for that was riches was fame success in business and year after year after year to that point i wasn't getting any of that and so coming in a, in a casino which was for me waving a white flag of some sorts because you know i got robbed a few years back and i said i would never work a job again and I was working my business tirelessly since 2019 and in 2021 going to 2022. That was the first job I actually had to work, you know. Um, so it was like for me waving a white flag, I felt like defeated. And so in like in the static of this entire moment, um, not only do I feel defeated, I'm arguing about it every day. I feel emasculated. Uh, my girlfriend's mother is helping me pay rent. Um, you know, I don't drive myself. I turned 25 that year, or this year rather. I turned 25. I don't drive myself. You know, I was sitting on the passenger side of a car, and I was working this job, essentially making 20 dollars per hour. When year after year, I thought I was going to be a millionaire, and it was super frustrating. It was a super defeating feeling. And then coming to this pocket of weird space-time casino energy every single day, and furthermore, watching people bet 20, 30, 40 thousand dollars on a single hand and losing it, and doing it again and again and again on the table in front of me, was something that really played with my mind. So. I'm in this weird genjutsu, man. I'm in this weird dream. Um, and one of the primary thoughts that really entered my mind is like, you know, like you're you're going after all these goals. You're going after all these dreams. You're going after all these stresses. Um, there was a lot that I realized last year that really made me question why I was doing it. So that was a question like, why are you doing this? You know, um, and in that question, in that line of askings, you know, a parallel was drawn between me and... Um, a lot of the players that were on the table, you know, so you would go in the casino and you would you would see uh, like these players and they would play the games like uh, Ultimate Tech, Ultimate Hold'em, um, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, Blackjack, Baccarat, and essentially they would win big and they would come back to the casino and um, even if they hit the jackpot, they would be there every day the next day. They win 300000 they'd be there the next day, day after day after day, middle of the summer, middle of the winter season. It doesn't matter. They would sit there and play, like, legitimately every day. Um, and that was something that I, got, I really never understood. Like, what was, what was the meaning? Like, what was the purpose? Like, I'm trying to, like, kind of, like, simplify my line of question. Like, my brain's everywhere right now. Well, it was everywhere at the time. And so I'm trying to, like, carve out a path to, so you can see my, you know, train of thought, like, my mode of thinking. Essentially, I would ask myself this about these players, like, you know, what's going on with these guys? Like, why are they here every day? And the more I follow, you know, uh, my trailers, uh, the trail of things I supposed about them to be true, um, the more I seen the relation between me and them. Like, oh, they play and they gamble this money for the thrill. They gamble this money because they think they'll hit it big. And if they hit it big, if they win more and more and more, they'll be adored. You can see it in the language and the dialect they use. They say every day they come in and say, oh, I lost 20000 I lost 40000 They put like the big tray of money on the table in front of them. Everything they do is for that love. It's for admiration, for adoration. Um, and not only that, it's for, you know, the thrill of that chase. It's not actually in arriving and getting there. It's for the thrill of that chase, the thrill of finally getting there, the thrill of finally hitting it. It's for these cheap, small spikes of dopamine. Um, 
you know, when you think you're close, that, that hit when you think you're close to being the man. And the more I like looked at these players, like the more I thought of my own life, you know. Um, so coming into uh, 2022, one of the things that I did was like, okay, I got this job, but rent was still too high, and so I took out a bunch of loans. And um, every payday, you know, when I got paid like uh, whatever I got paid fourteen hundred or thirteen hundred, my bank account would go to negative a thousand. You know, I took out these loans to pay rent, but funny enough, they end up screwing me in the long term. And the months after I actually got the rent paid because I did take out the loan, they would drain my bank account so much that I couldn't pay rent. And all the while, you know, um, there was there was there was um, many things that you know alongside paying rent and alongside paying rent. Um, it was, you know, just things like pay for things like gifts on uh, Christmas and things like in business like my ClickFunnels account, like a little pieces of equipment or software, not equipment that I needed. Um, and so essentially what the process was, was like I'm paying all, I'm taking all this money to pay this rent and the ideology behind it is, well, soon my business is going to take off so it doesn't matter. You know, um, I would take so many shortcuts in life. I can't even remember half of them under the basis that soon my business is going to take off. It doesn't matter. I can be reckless. I can take chances. Soon my business can take off. It doesn't matter. And so while I'm watching these players, I'm starting to draw a parallel between me and them. And I'm realizing like, okay, I might feel a type of way. Like even sometimes get to, get to the point of looking down on people. Like, like you're just sitting here gambling every day. You're wasting your life. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your energy. You're wasting good money. Um, and, you know, the whole time, the fact of the matter is, like the more I look at them, the more I see myself in their reflection. It was the craziest thing in the world. I realized in my own life. In almost every single way, I'm a gambler. You know, I, you know, risk it all, move to LA, throw all this money on rent. You know, I do everything. I, I, you know, I put, you know, thousands of dollars over time, over the course of years. It hasn't been a lot day by day or month by month into this business, you know, into buying new domain names, into making this podcast go, into making this uh, ClickFunnels account go. I put all these hundreds of dollars per month into this business. Or based off the idea that, oh, it'll work one day. It'll work, it'll work, it'll work, it'll work, it'll work. I take recklessness, call out of work or, like, not work at all. Just based on the idea, oh, it's going to work, it's going to work, it's going to work. And it's similar to the gambler in a way that they risk their money, they risk their time, they risk their efforts, they risk their soul, their spirit. And this idea that, uh, one of the like, a bonus is going to hit, a big bonus is going to hit, the jackpot's going to hit, the dragon's going to hit, when back the pan is going to hit. And in that way, we're one and the same. Like, not one in, like, we're exactly the same. We're chasing the same thing. We're chasing these cheap spikes of dopamine. And so I started to wonder, like, okay, what is the difference between me and them? Like, what, what separates us? What differentiates us at the end of the day? And the more I thought about it, I kept coming back full circle to the same answer. Nothing. Nothing. Like, there's nothing between you, you and them. And so this extended my argument with myself or this debate that I was having with myself to, to like, uh, a further, uh, you know, a further parameter, a further field of thought. And, and that field of thought was like, okay, so is this all of life? Is this all we do as human beings? Is all we do as human beings just fight to be entertained? Just fight to service ourselves? Just fight for a cheap spike of dopamine? Is everything that we do in our life on the basis of, okay, I'm going to get a hit of dopamine from this. Okay, I'm going to feel good from this. I'll enjoy this. And is that the point of all of human existence? I started to even think about the ways that I, like, like, like um, let's say we're in a casino. And a dealer comes to the table. And the dealer is a friend of mine. And I would like to talk to that dealer. A lot of the times I realized, like, I was talking to that dealer because it entertained me. Not because I wanted to help them. Not because I wanted to do anything for my life. Like, you know, obviously, in idea, in concept, that's what—that's what—that's the reason I thought I was talking. But the more I analyzed it, 
it was to fill up a deficit. And I started to realize this because when the dealer would leave the table, I started to feel an ache in myself. I feel started to feel a despair, a loneliness in myself. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to cover up that feeling. I'm trying to brush away boredom. I'm trying to get a hit cheap spike of dopamine. I'm trying to service myself. You know, um, maybe even food. I was having a, a conversation with my homie the other day, like, like, yo, like, why do we eat? Like, the food is obviously not nutritionally well. Like, great, the food that we're eating. So why am I eating? If it's killing me. And it comes back to the same answer. I'm getting these cheap spikes, of, these, these cheap hits of dopamine. I'm getting these cheap spikes of dopamine in entertainment. Everything I do in my life is so that I can be satiated. So I can be a glutton. So I can be entertained. So I can feel like the man, which is really just another cheap spike of dopamine. It just all comes down to dopamine. And so essentially, I'm this, this hamster running on a wheel for, for cheap spikes of dopamine to feel better, to feel served. And so I stood on that for like really like probably like a few weeks, just wondering myself like, so is this the point of life, human life? Is, is this it? You know, and that kind of like um, that idea kind of like uh. As, as time moved on, it kind of fleshed out to a, I kind of find it, like, found found more answers, in a way, to the question I was asking. And I don't really remember how I came to the answer, how I came to the conclusion. But, you know, I came to the conclusion with time that there were two energies and there were two, two essentially ways to go. I guess it was just from listening to you know the guy I look up to Owen Cook and his YouTube channel and all the spiritual guys that I look up to and listen to and all the not spiritual guys they're like pickup guys and social guys and things like that um, none of the more popular ones because they're a lot of them are honestly kind of evil to me but a lot of less known ones like Owen Cook or Julian Blanc those are really the two guys I got listened to um, even some of the entrepreneurs that I listen to Russell Brunson and things like that um, one of the concepts they always talk about was just take massive action. Be detached from the outcome. Don't be self-serving. Serve your people. Find your life and dedicate. Find a people. Find a, a a passion that you have towards those people and dedicate your life to it. And just from listening to these themes and messages over and over again and exercising each pathway, I was able to deduce that there was a difference definitively in not only the way it made me feel, but um, but in in essence, in what it was. You know, um, I hope we're making sense and not going too off the rails in this podcast. So. I'm trying to rack my brains around a long, year-long journey that I, I kind of went through and developed through. But, I, you know, www.socialskillsfordummies.com. Take the free one-on-one consulta- uh, coaching call. Um, not say what's called. Coaching call. If you want this all simplified. But, um, essentially, I came to the conclusion that there are really two ways of being. There are two, there are two types of energy. Um, and they, ser- and they, they, they interact with our lives in completely opposite ways. Um... I remember one, one, one time, Owen Cook, you know, he calls it low vibration or high vibration. Owen Cook, you know, he talked about low vibration. And he says one of the primary determinants of whether something is high vibration or low vibration is how it feels on the front end. You know what I'm saying? Low vibration always feels good on the front end. But it kills you on the back end. You know, it's like food, like bad food. It tastes so good. But with time, it'll give you heart disease. It'll give you cancer. It'll give you all these types of crazy things. You know, uh, a toxic girl or a toxic guy oh it's so exciting it's so mysterious like weird little ways and then you get in a relationship and over time it starts to kill you and over time it starts to really feel bad over time you start to realize how big of the problems that you thought were just small problems really are that you thought were just entertaining things really are you know um drugs you know weed for example you hit weed you'll feel great you'll feel high 
but over time it'll deteriorate your 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 ability to perform mentally you know it'll 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 disable you from processing dopamine the way you should you know sex masturbation all these things are the same way now you know sex and masturbation obviously or masturbation primarily but sex obviously is a different thing it's obviously a beautiful thing and can go either way but you get the point that i'm making and if you look at this category like this category this low vibration as they call it um not only do they make you feel good on the front end, but they kill you on the back end, but they kill all of society. They serve no function towards other people. They're just about chasing the cheap spike of dopamine. They're just about feeling good and instant gratification right now. You know, um, but really they're all oriented around yourself. They're all oriented around serving yourself. They're all oriented around making you the god of the universe. Everything in your life is about pleasing you. And so if you look at high vibration activities on the other hand, I don't... That's not necessarily what I would call them, you know, um, like like going to the gym. You know, it feels bad on the front end, but you'll feel better in the long run. You know, developing a skill, a creativity, a talent, or a passion. It feels bad because you suck, because there's no reward, there's no merit for it in the front end. But on the back end, you can sing a song that'll make people happy, that'll make people feel good. Even something like going to the gym, you're like, okay, well, that's self-serving. Yeah, in a way, because you want to look good. But think about the effects and the impact, impact of looking good. Beauty is a currency that is underrated, I think. Think about how you feel when you see somebody that is truly beautiful. It does a lot for the world. More for the world than it could ever do for yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you really think about it. But that's another thing. It's like, okay, how are you approaching it? What is your mindset about it? Um, but those are just a few examples. Um, I mean, I guess those are probably the best example so we're going to go with that. And so there are two paths. So one is like instant gratification, front-end desire, cheap specs of opening. One is... I'm delaying gratification. Um, I'm thinking about how I can serve the world, how I can do something for other people. It's either you're at the forefront of your world or the world is at the forefront of your world and you're just a part of it. You acknowledge the beauty of the ecosystem and your role in it and you only want to supplement it and make it better. And I found in my life that, you know, taking one path leads to hell, just for a lack of better words, and taking one path kind of has led me to the best year of my life. It's kind of led me to heaven. It's kind of led me to feeling fresh and replenished and rejuvenated and clear in mind light and body light and spirit you know um and so that's kind of what this podcast episode so is all about it's kind of about what is the exchange what is the exchange because it's like the album to pimp butterfly um you have two choices that you can make every day you wake up it's like the album to pimp butterfly um the album to pimp butterfly is all about kendrick lamar and his god-given talent and he's using his god-given talent to pimp uh you know essentially the pimp his environment you're like oh i'm a famous rapper let me steal someone's girlfriend. I'm a famous rapper. Let me get my homies illegal drugs or guns. Let me. I'm a famous rapper. Let me, you know, uh, come to this environment and be destructive because now I'm allowed in it and people can't tell me no. Let me, you know, like uh, other like famous people, like oh, I'm a famous whatever. I have these talents. People worship me. Let me be a molester or something creepy. You know, you you have this talent, but you're pimping it to your own. You know, you know, you're pimping it. Essentially for these cheap spikes of dopamine. You're pimping it for everything that's serving yourself. You're pimping it for low vibration. And you'll notice it's like the album. It really demonstrates. It's one of my favorite albums. How this path goes. He wasn't rejuvenated. He wasn't happy because of what he was doing. He ended up, if you listen to the album, screaming in a hotel room. Depressed. Having suicidal thoughts. On the edge of ending it all. And it's because of the energy that he was seeking. It's because of the path. Um, Owen Cook defines it as a land, land of hungry ghosts. You go down this path just trying to get these cheap spikes of dopamine, and it goes on and on and on and on, and it depletes you and exhausts you because you're doing all this work, you're doing this effort and work and effort that doesn't replenish you to no end. You go on and on and on and on and on and on, fighting for something that will ultimately never happen. 
And so you end up depressed, you end up sad, you end up hurt, you end up angry, you end up, you know, uh, clouded in the mind and uh, just in a completely hellish dark space. You know what I mean? Uh, you're, you're chasing these clouds. You're chasing this waterfall that you'll never actually reach. And you're burning down with time trying to get there. Becoming more bitter. Becoming more wrapped up in all, Becoming more excessive. And you'll never get there in the end. Um, and so uh, it's like that album, Tip of Butterfly. You're born with these innate talents. These beautiful traits. These beautiful abilities. But what is it that you'll do with it? What is the exchange? You know what I'm saying? Um you can either choose things that will degenerate it with time or choose things that will supplement it throughout time. I mean, the way I looked at it in my own personal life is, you know, uh, I want to sing. I want to make music. You know, I want to be social. I want to host parties and talk to people and be around people. And so I have this beautiful talent inside of me. I have this butterfly in me. Uh, you know, and a shout out to that. I'm going to have this butterfly in me. But what do I do every day? And is it supplementing the butterfly or is it killing it? And killing myself and killing the environment around me so I want to sing okay will I wake up in the morning and practice my vocals you know what I mean because notice there's no payoff on the front end for that it's all on the back end it also you know and if I do that over and over and on the back end I can serve humanity with my gift but will I wake up in the morning and do something like drink dairy drink a coffee from Starbucks because it's good because it gives me a cheap spike of dopamine and that'll deteriorate my channel with time Will I eat bad foods? Will I not practice? It'll deteriorate my talent with time. Will I not go to the gym and lay on the couch and watch TV? As you lay on the couch, as you watch TV, like singing, you know, it's, it's a thing that's rapping. Any talent, it's a thing of breath. It's a thing of the body. And you have to work out. And you have to stretch your, stretch your vocals. You have to stretch your vocal cords, your vocal folds, and you have to develop the talent with time. If you don't do these things, they atrophy like anything else. Your body, your muscles, your talent, your mind, it atrophies with time. And so I'm waking up. Am I choosing to do the thing that will supplement the talent and blossom it? Like the like, if God really made me and made me with a purpose, just hypothetically, I don't know if it's true. But if he made me for a purpose, he was shaped me for the reason. Like, am I doing things that are making me the best channel for my talents? Or am I doing things that destroy and atrophy my talents for a cheap spike for dopamine on the front end? Because I want to feel like the man right now. Because I want to feel good and massaged and assuaged right now. You know, when I go and talk to people, am I using them for a cheap spike of dopamine? Or am I looking at it in a way like, okay, I want to collaborate. I want to see you for you. I want to empathize. I want to take in your beauty. I want to I further assist my ecosystem environment and humanity. You know, even if there's no payoff for it on the front end. You know, um, so yeah, that's just essentially what this podcast is about. Every time you go and you eat a burger, your talent deteriorates. And your talent is really the key to supplementing your ecosystem. Whatever it is that you do, you have a talent that serves the world. You have a passion that serves the world. Okay? And so the more I sing, for example, let's say the more albums I'll sell. And let's say the more albums I sell, the more people have jobs and be employed to the record label that sells my albums. And because of that, the more people have money and affluence. And because of that, the more people in poor communities where I come from will be helped and donated to and less people will be on the streets. Because of my function, because of my moving forward, if I have more influence, I have greater ability to help the people in other countries that are struggling, that are starving, that are homeless, that are going through crazy things. Okay? And every time I eat a burger, every time I eat some dairy, every time I do something like don't, don't exercise, I'm deteriorating my talent and my ability to help those people. And therefore, as a ripple effect, I'm deteriorating their lives. I'm choosing these cheap spikes of dopamine over something else. 
you know, for me, I exercise. I want to model in the new year. Um, beauty is very important. I think beauty is important. Think about how a beautiful woman, if you're a guy listening to this podcast, makes you feel. Or even if you're a woman listening to this podcast. Like, think about how that makes you feel. Every time you eat something bad, every time you don't exercise, every time you don't get up and do disciplined things like a skincare routine or twist your hair or dress nice, you take that away from somebody. You, you don't allow somebody to feel that. You imagine if all the beautiful people in your life did that. You know, that would be a significant thing missing from your life and missing from the world if there was no beautiful people. Beauty is a great, great, great and more in a powerful currency. You see? But every time you wake up in the morning but you don't take care of yourself, you rob the people around you of that. You rob the person that you're talking to of the experience of falling in love. That's one of the most beautiful, exhilarating feelings in the world. I felt it a lot this year. You know, and you rob the person of that feeling because you want a burger. Because you don't want to exercise and you want to watch TV and you want to feel good. So we have these divine purposes and these divine paths. Um, and we can focus on it even though it doesn't give anything to us back. We can focus on it because we love people, because we love the process. Or we can take, or we can just, it's like what I talked about in the last episode. We can eat the apple. We can eat the cheap spikes of dopamine like the devil wants us to. And we can be slowly not only kicked out of Eden because our perception will focus on more and more and more negative as our life gets dark and darker and darker. But our life and our environment and the society around us will become more and more and more and more dark, you know, because of our actions. So you're choosing the cheap spikes of dopamine or you're choosing humanity or you're choosing society or you're choosing the people around you. That's kind of what I'm proposing in this podcast episode. And I think socially, uh, your entire social life kind of hinges on this idea on this exchange you know um because not only like you know the better your habits are the more vibration high vibration habits you choose the greater your spirit um and i say that just generally i'm, I'm having a little, a little bit of difficulty describing exactly what i mean by spirit at this point let me think about it for a little bit go to www.socialskillsfordummies.com for one-on-one coaching calls it's absolutely free man you'll enjoy it a lot but um Essentially, what I mean is we're wells of trauma, okay? And uh, our spirit is clogged down. Who we are as people are clogged down. Our personality is clogged down and bogged down by all this trauma. And I believe that, you know, choosing low vibration, choosing all these bad things, you further aggravate your trauma. You further become darker. You further become depressed. And the only way to kind of alleviate that trauma is not only dealing with the trauma head on, but service, serving humanity. You go up and up and on up or so you feel better and better and better and better. And your traumas and the low vibrations and the negative things you do, like when you eat a burger, I know you feel it. I know you feel the low vibration. I know you feel the low energy. I know you feel shame. I know you feel guilt. I know you feel like, oh, I'll never be anything. I know you feel depressed. I know you carry those emotions around you, not only in your head, but also in your body language. And that is what people read from you. People read your subconscious. People read your body language. People read your energy. They don't read the words you say. Because you know what? Body language developed and existed long many many years before written language and so it's a better tool to determine who we're dealing with than anything else it's your spirit it's your body language and your body language is carrying around all these low vibration all these negative things and that's what's rejecting people from you that's what's turning people away from you that's what's making people not like you that's what's making people not want to interact with you people can look in your eyes and read you like a book they can see everything about you and when you're on the straight and narrow, when you're not carrying around shame, when you're not carrying around guilt, when you're not carrying apathy or self-hate or any of these things, because you're literally doing the best you can for the world and other people around you, and your mind, your subconscious knows it. Your mind and subconscious is aligning with that. It's telling you, okay, you are the person that you say you are. When you have that type of alignment, when you have that type of clarity, when you carry that type of energy, when you've let go of all this trauma, and your body language is back to regular health, that is the primary thing that people will sense. 
and think, okay, well, yeah, he's a good person. Okay, well, he's attractive. Well, he's strong. Well, he's a leader. Well, he's virtuous. Well, he's kind. Well, he's loving. You know, everything's people can people can essentially tell like, and you probably see this in your own life. Whether you're a taker, you're taking these cheap spikes of dopamine. You're taking you're taking this you're taking them and their presence and everything around you for entertainment to self serve yourself, or whether you're a giver. Whether you're somebody that actually loves, whether you're somebody that actually sees, whether you're somebody that actually validates, whether you're somebody that actually considers. And it's all in the habits and the choices that you make every day. So don't choose to spike a dopamine over your brother. Don't choose to spike a dopamine over your sister. Don't choose to spike a dopamine over your lover. Don't choose to spike a dopamine over your true life's purpose. That's essentially all I wanted to say in this episode. It's all in the exchange. Are you exchanging all of us around you for entertainment, for dopamine? Are you throwing away your potential? Are you throwing away your ability to assist us and make your life more beautiful and make your soul and your spirit more beautiful and this world more beautiful for the rest of us for a hamburger? Or are you sitting there training and honing and supplementing that part of you every day so that everybody else can have some? And is your spirit and is your soul, is your subconscious aligning with that effort and that reality that you're creating? That's all I really have to say. I'm not going to go on forever. www.socialskillsfordummies.com Take the free one-on-one coaching call. It'll really just pop up. It'll be like a calendar. Um, then you just enter whatever time and date you want and then we'll get on a Zoom call and it'll be like 30 minutes and that'll be it www.socialskillsfordummies.com I appreciate you so much for listening um, happy holidays, happy new year I hope you crush this next one it's Dallas, the Social Skills for Dummies podcast thank you man, thank you thank you, think to yourself when I started last year what was the best case scenario for where I am right now December 31st, 2022 where you started this year was the best case scenario. Now think to yourself, 2023, what is the best case scenario? Do everything in your power to get there. I believe in you. I love you. Thank you.